Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Green Tea Podcast, hosted by Nick Sibiriakov. And today, I will be introducing you to my newest co-host, Chloe Rains. Chloe, would you like to introduce yourself? Tell us a little bit about where you're from, uh, your class year, what you're majoring in, uh, potential interests, what do you like to do outside the classroom, things like that. Yeah, um, nice to talk to you. I'm excited to be joining on to this podcast. Um, my name's Chloe Rains, um, two dots over the E, but I really don't care that much. Um, just a fun fact. Um, I'm from Dallas, Texas, but I mean, I was born in Boston, but I don't like to talk. About it. So I was born in Dallas, Texas. Um, my class year is 2023, so I'm a senior, and I'm majoring in government with a concentration in international relations, and then I'm minoring in Asian studies. In my free time, I love to play piano. I've been doing it for like 14 years now, but more it's just a stress relief. You know, I'm not like super intense about it or anything. I also like macrame, making little pottery animals writing and roller skating has been my latest interest uh i have been roller skating around the quad as long as this amazing weather continues sweet uh so would you like to tell us a little bit about what got you interested in sustainability is there any concept that you find really cool uh are you into environmentalism things like that yeah um so basically uh, coming from Texas and at least where I'm from and how I was raised, I was like, I have no clue about sustainability. Like I know nothing about this. I came to Bowdoin, um, and there was all this stuff when everybody was moving in and I was like, you should recycle and flatten your cardboard boxes. And I know that's a basic thing, but I was like, what the heck? <laughs> like, I'm not used to this. Um, same with, um, just like the fact that there's paper bags here instead of plastic bags and you pay extra cents for those paper bags. So I very much was like in a whole new world. Like I had never seen mushrooms before. Um, it was very different. So it was a huge culture shift for me and in general. And then that's when I was like, oh my God, like it's insane, you know, to suddenly be surrounded by nature and seeing firsthand like there are solutions to sustainability, things that are simple, but you know, you wouldn't necessarily think of right away. So I became very interested in that. At first, I was hesitant about getting into that in the climate change discussion as as much as I do believe in it, just because I had heard it was a very white-centered space and very New England-centered space. And for people who had the privilege of being able to talk about these things, um, so I worried about um, being able to fit in and being able to you know, understand the conversation, especially coming from not knowing a much as much about it. But then basically, I spent this past summer in DC, and I learned a lot about sustainability in different places, all in America, in my classes, I learned about it all across the world. And basically facing issues of sustainability holistically, like how does that factor into colonialism? How are we listening to indigenous people's voices? How are we listening to people of color? How are we listening to queer people? And then figuring out that this really is a thing that is for everyone and can be for everybody as long as we focus on dismantling these power structures. Um, so then I was like, all right, I'm in. Totally. That's super interesting. So were you looking at environmentalism and sustainability from the perspective of someone who is 
whose interests lie around government and governance? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, so that is certainly a factor. And also just, like, in daily life, I think literally just watching how the temperatures are changing, how they're getting higher every year, this is something, like, yes, I do want to face it from a government perspective, but I also want to make it accessible to everybody and look at the ways that everything is changing, like housing markets, cities are developing, and this development is often excluding people in marginalized communities and also a certain kind of development that is focusing on non-environmentalism and exploiting the environment. Um, So I think it is something that is just everywhere that really got me into it. That's super, super cool. I'm excited to have your uh, input on the rest of this podcast because I think Juliet, my previous co-host, was also majoring in Gov. So Mm -hmm. it's like a a similar perspective, and that's really dope. Mm -hmm. Do you want to talk a little bit more about the the research that you kind of did or the things that you were surrounded by in D.C.? Yeah. Surrounding uh, sustainability and environmentalism? Yeah. um, So in D.C. and... I was very lucky to be in the House. Um, I was working with um, a Texas Democrat, and basically I was going to a lot of meetings and learning about agricultural practices, and not only that, but also in Maine and how these practices can be made to be sustainable, and you can switch to healthier climate practices without always focusing on and being able to still focus on production and output. And so that was incredibly interesting to me and how it wasn't just a discussion of what I had perceived to be like, oh, you know, it's very just New England. No, this is actually everywhere. This is happening everywhere. There are issues that even though each state and group and and locality I was learning has its own issues. Like, for example, Washington State. You know, you talk about a lot of salmon. I know nothing about salmon. In Texas, there is not a lot of focus on salmon. But at the end of the day, the common thread is that we need to be focusing on the environment. And this is an issue that's very holistic and bleeds into everything. Um, So, yeah. And then um, with my specific research, I was focusing a little more on healthcare, which obviously does factor into this conversation. Um, I know we're going to be talking about hopefully eco-anxiety in the future. Um, So, yeah, that was just a little there. That's awesome. Thank you for sharing. So why did you get interested in the podcast specifically? Obviously, you have a lot of um, knowledge and a lot of interest in how the government plays into this whole picture of environmentalism and uh, sustainability. Is there anything that you would like to share about why you wanted to do this podcast Mm -hmm. specifically? Um, Yeah, so I had learned actually about this podcast through my good friend and roommate, Kira Tan. Um, She's on the communications team, so shout out to Kira. Um, She told me that there was an opening and was like, and I'd known that she had been doing work in the sustainability office and really enjoying it. So I reached out and I was reading about it and I've also had good experiences in the past with my own radio show and working at WBR. Um, So that's been wonderful. And then kind of, I don't know, I just, it was a combination of uh, my friend told me about it. And then, you know, radio is, is seems like an interesting thing uh, to expand upon and really focus on um, making sustainability accessible for all and expanding these issues and exploring something that seems so daunting. Sweet. Um, Well, thank you for all of that wonderful information. Uh, Usually, 
we like to round out every podcast episode by asking a poignant question, which is, what does sustainability mean to you? Um, so I, I know that's I, a hard question. No, 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 no. Yeah, you're good. Yeah. You're good. I, w- I was just sitting and, and thinking on that for a second. So sustainability and in the most fun way, because I, I like to have a fun twist on it and not make it always seem like, oh, if, if you do this or if you don't do this and the world is going to end, end, because I feel like that's an approach a lot of people take. And that's why they get so anxious about approaching this, because it's like, oh, well, I don't want to be thinking about the world ending all the time. Um, So my version of sustainability is when I'm going about my day, it has to do with gardening, using plants that I grow in the kitchen, um, and because that's also good for my peace of mind. It is pretending that I am a little cottagecore witch because I know that's been in fashion lately. Um, so sustainability is um, composting and um, making sure you're reducing the amount of waste that you go through every day. Um and reusing things like for example um if there if i get something with that comes in a nice package um optimally a mason jar instead of throwing out being like oh i could turn this into a fun little craft um and then that way you're being sustainable and also artistic and also making things and then you know you kind of get the fun little thing where you can show to your friends oh, i made this um on top of that you know in a more um serious sense or a more expansive sense sustainability means being inclusive it means um focusing on um sustainability for all people not just white people not for just abled people um not for just a specific group of people making sure that we're factoring since this is such a holistic issue, we're factoring in um, issues of racism, issues of gentrification, issues of um, colonialism and everything. Um, So that is what it means to me and making sure that people know there are ways to be sustainable without feeling like it is this daunting, you know, otherworldly presence, which is very much how I had been feeling um, for quite a few years. Um, yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for sharing. Uh, thank you all for tuning in. Uh, this is the beginning of the seventh season of the Green Tea Podcast. We're excited to have <laughs> you guys keep up with all of the new ideas and endeavors that we will be taking throughout this season. Thank you all for listening. This is Nick Sibiriakov. And Chloe Rains. And we're signing off. Take care. Have a beautiful day.